0: being a parent is hard work you've limited time always stretched always learning this is like my father before me a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you, and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. This could be the, uh, what's, how can we describe it? This could be the most contrasting output of how we uh, perform as podcasters in this episode. <laughs> um, the reason I say this is because um, we were just chatting before, uh, before hitting the record button. Um, you've had a busy old day at work, busy, busy, busy day, old day at work. I mean, I too have a, have had a busy day, but I'm also flying high right now on some pretty strong painkillers, and it feel i don't know what I even sound like, but to me, it sounds like I'm just you know going through. Everything is like got bubble gum attached to it, and it's really <laughs> slow and kind of tethered to something else.
1: Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you've had half a bottle of wine. I feel like yeah, yeah, well, it's me- <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's like a. Yeah, you were. You're just in super chilled mode at the right super now. Super chill. uh yeah. super pain. Happy chilled. You know.
0: Well, I, I guess so. I guess so. But we're we're talking about communication. Mm-hmm. Big, big topic. Like yeah, yeah. every topic is. Um, but again, until you become a parent, you don't really know how difficult it is. Um, to communicate with a child, and also to allow them the space to communicate with you. And also thirdly, Mm -hmm. the, the vibes, the learnt behavior that you are displaying without even maybe knowing it. So it's that kind of nonverbal communication too. Yeah. Plenty to talk about in our little, little 30 to 45 minute slot.
1: Go. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Where do you start? Let's start as babies. Like, you know, um, so um, something I didn't know about until, uh, we had when we had fox is the use of makaton mm. with babies which is quite a common it's quite prevalent nowadays um i think like you look at like cbb's and um mr tumble is obviously a, a one that they use they use makaton a lot yeah and that's really interesting because you can you can see i understand the logic is that that makaton something where it's a form of communication that children young children can do when they haven't got their uh, they haven't developed their speech properly yet so and i know i i i i know a few people that um their children's I did children did have a couple of signs they would use sign like milk mm-hmm. like ch- look, babies would use the sign for milk or more that's the other one so more more so it would be babies that can't necessarily speak but they will be using the the sign so it generally would come the Makatons would happen and then the word would come later, like do the sign and more. Do you know what I mean? Like you see, it kind of was yeah. that step, that bridge, if you like, to when they start using one word, you know, a, a single word responses basically. Yeah. But that was interesting for me. I had, I didn't know about macaton. I knew nothing about macaton until we had children. And then, and then yeah, it suddenly became aware that there is, there is, this is such a thing that, that that's that quite widespread within children, you know. I mean, in the UK anyway, especially with, yeah. as I say, with with children's TV.
0: I mean, it makes perfect sense in theory, um, Makaton. Like, we've only ever uh, we've only ever leaned into it ever so slightly, and and much of what I think notably EFA has has picked up uh, certainly mm. quite a bit more than Arlo has. Um, but just by default, we've never kind of got or felt the need to go down that route. So yeah. perhaps we're quite lucky in that respect. Um, but it, it does make a whole lot of sense uh, because you know y- you're learning a a physical action that you know it's it's way more easier to make some kind of gesture, a, a mm. hand signal, and have that communicate a thing. Mm. Um, it makes way more sense to do that. I mean, why? P- perhaps that's, you know, far more uh, recognized in schools and, and sort of mm. as as children move through their early early years, as I'm going to find out with Arlo having started school this past week. So, like, yeah. that's a whole topic by itself. Yeah. So, I- I'm really interested to know how much that and things like that have found a space within a curriculum now almost. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it, it just it strikes me as, like, an incredibly vital um, method of communicating absolutely
1: and especially when we're far more aware of how do i put it we're far more aware of um the differences in people you know so when people you know so if people um are hard of hearing or what have you there is a far more there's far more awareness of that and recognition that to be able to communicate non-verbally you know um uh it, it, it's so important i think i think last year, was it last year i don't know my my wife's a big strictly uh fan and there was <laughs> the the actress um Enders actress who was um hard of hearing she uh, i don't think she i, I what well, i think she had like zero hearing anyway so it's just things like um and she won and and but it brought awareness mm-hmm. um to people to 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 the masses of somebody that's not that's non-typical if that makes sense so basically you don't clap you don't clap like that you shake your hands like jazz hands sort of thing mm-hmm. you know anyway mm-hmm. uh digressing but i think nowadays we are becoming more aware that we're uh, the blinkers are being pulled away a little bit more and we are recognizing that there that the diversity that is that does exist yeah. within us and within our communities, but also the diversity that of, uh, like you say, like, like the fact that for young children, how to put it, we're not so narrow minded in terms of this is how you teach your children to communicate. Uh, if that makes sense. I think we're far more open to new ideas and, um, and uh, yeah, I, I think like mm-hmm. I when I was a child, Makaton, I I don't remember. I don't think I ever saw a child, you know, any children's program doing Makaton or anything like that. So anyway, so yeah, no, I think it's a good thing. It's diversifying things, you know, and, and um, we are um, recognizing that or recognizing ways for young children to be able to communicate with their parents, because if they can't say that they want more, you know, um or you know, they, they would normally just I don't know, they'd normally cry or what have you. Um or if they can't say that they want milk, you know, now they've got a way of being able to do it, you know, basically. Yeah.
0: And it's what what I what I'm interested in is um well, all of it. All of it. All of the things. Um mm-hmm. but specifically it it's the it's the knock on effect that could have without it. So like for example, you know, children, they have tantrums, they cry and, and so much of this is fueled by the fact they cannot communicate what they're trying to say or or even understand what it is that they're feeling to be able to then um communicate that Mm. um with all these things like makaton other things too like that can leave a lot of frustration and if that's all you've ever known as a a child if you cannot communicate like what does that mean as they move into their younger years adolescence and teenage years you know if, if they've if they become quite a frustrated figure, yeah, you know, it, it can absolutely impact the way that they learn, the way they approach situations, yeah, um, and that fuse can can remain quite short mm. if not given the opportunity to to communicate and, and verbalize what it is they're saying, mm. um, you know, and understand those emotions, of course, as well, you know.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I think the other thing that was that was I didn't know about, which was that young children. Um, I was basically told that when you're talking to young children is try to remove the background noise. Don't compete with the background noise because children... Don't have the ability to zone out that background noise. They can't, they can't Mm. filter it out. And so they can't focus on what you're saying. So if you're talking to a child with the TV on or the radio on in the background or something like that, it's quite difficult for them to focus. Yeah. Again, because it's a skill. It's like, you don't think about it like how we, our ears can tune into different noises and almost block out the other noise. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you're, you're, you're an audio guy, so you know about this, but like children aren't developed enough to be able to do that, to be able to focus on particular sounds. So therefore by removing the background sound, by making it so that it is just your voice in the room, that really helps in, uh, for communication, um, with children that you will be able to, they, mm-hmm. you w- they will be able to focus on what you're saying, basically.
0: Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. So I mean, so much of it. When you talk about it, when you actually start discussing it, so much of it makes sense on on a, on a, a common sense kind of a, a sort of basis. Mm. But it's not until, as you said just now, that the awareness is put out there. Like we're we're quite all of these things, all these seemingly or what what used to be extracurricular ways of of teaching children, or or, or you know uh, something out of the the so called status quo mm-hmm. growing up like they're all relatively new um uh what's the word phenomena let's mm-hmm. say you know they're all new techniques so it's all yeah. being learned about now um so it, it's I, I guess what I'm trying to get to and I'm not really sure because my my meds are pretty pretty cool right now um <laughs> it means that we're more on the level now like, yeah so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to be really it's going to be really interesting to see you know, in 30, 40 years' time, the, the longer-lasting effects of this. You know, what, what do the studies say when a child has been given those um, opportunities and, and those gaps have been bridged mm. from a young age compared to, you know, people like us who you were know, growing up in, like, the 80s for me especially. It was just, feel like, the Wild West. Yeah. You know, it was just yeah. – <laughs> there was nothing really. But but, but it's it makes – it it proves a valuable point because, you know, we live in a world now where neurodiversity is really important. You need to know of of um and be able to work with and support people with varying backgrounds mm. and um and, and abilities to learn stuff and the capacity to learn stuff. So it's just, you know, it's it's super, super vital, way more than I could ever put words to, that all these things are apparent now for young, yeah. for little children, yeah. you know.
1: Totally. Yeah. I think, um, well, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think also the awareness like uh, of autism. That's the other thing I think is, is uh, that, that, like, I look, I like, I think kind of, again, I'm going on a slight of topic, but like, basically I think people were far more aware of, the neurodiversity within children and you know now people as adults are getting diagnosed with autism and 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 or or, um um you know adhd or what or what have you and people it's sort of it can it's a relief for people because they're kind of going that explains it that's why i struggled as a child that's why this that you know what i mean and but we're in a better place now because i think people are recognizing it uh, you know within their children um and that like going back to the whole frustration thing and the development of of the personality and blah 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 is that it is the fact that if we're able to recognize the diversity within children and and um, adjust to adjust how we approach school education communication um play, you know, all these things because w- with an awareness that of the, the, of the works of the child and treat them as an individual rather than just the norm, the the typical, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, anyway. Um, but I think now you make a really good point. I think it, uh, one thing, um, I did want to talk about, I've written on my notes, um, cause, um, shock horror, do I do prepare a little bit for these talks? <laughs> hey, I mean, way, you know, way more than I do. It's, it's, it's definitely is. This is definitely not scripted. You might be able to tell by my waffling, but like literally, um, yeah. No, I do have notes, but yeah. One of the things I think is genius, and and is the terminology that children pick up. And have you ever had the situation where your children say something and you're like, "What? Like, what are you saying?" And you and then you kind of it off. So I'll give you an example. Fox were driving, uh, in the car going somewhere. Um, and, uh, Fox turned around and goes, have we got any car fruit? Car fruit. Car fruit? What's car fruit? Uh, and he's like, car, car fruit, car fruit, the, the caterpillars. And they were like, Oh. It's the food that's in a car that only comes out of the car because it's a bag of like the Marks and Spencers calling the Caterpillars. They're a bit fruity. <laughs> so it's like the fruit, you know, the fruit sweets, the chewy sweets. So yeah, they, he yeah. calls them car fruit. We're like, all right. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, so they come up with these, these, these words. Anyway, these terminologies. And then I have one, one story that happened at that I have to tell and Fox, I apologize if you're, you're older and you listen to this and, um, and you're embarrassed, but I have to tell it. So one, one day we're having a, he was having, we're giving him a bath and I would say Fox must've been three, must've been three, about three anyway. And, uh, and Fox turns around and says, just in the middle of the bath, he's, he's, he's sat in the bath and he's like, Daddy, 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 my bottom's getting bigger. And, and he's looking at me, my bottom's getting bigger. And I said, it's okay, Fox. Your bottom can get big. You can have a big bottom or a little bottom, any size bottom. <laughs> it's like, like, it's okay. You know, like, like thinking he's getting paranoid because he's growing and his bum's getting big. I don't know. Like, because then my bottom's getting, it's, it's okay, Fox. Don't worry. Don't worry. Anyway, <laughs> literally about two minutes later. Sylvie so goes, get Fox out of the bath, get Fox out of the bath. And we realise his bottom was getting bigger because he was doing a poo. <laughs> 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 and literally, so he's at that age where, I, he must have been two, maybe he was two, I can't remember. But anyway, it was that age where he was like, oh, my bum's getting bigger because something, <laughs> something's coming out of my bottom. <laughs> and I'm like, it's okay, Fox, it's all, right. it's all right if your bottom gets bigger. So yeah, so... Like it's amazing the terminology that children come up with. I, I know I used to work with someone who he had I think he's got four children. Uh oh, me, I think I had just a five. Anyway, and he has got a little notebook that when children come out with absolute classic lines that has you in stitches, he writes it down. And so for all his children, he's growing up and his children are now like his oldest is like teenagers. Um but he has a whole notebook of of quotes from his children at certain ages. And what he does, which I think is a lovely touch, he, um as a Christmas present, he will then, I think he did like a, 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 a it might have been a file of facts or a calendar or something, basically where each page had a quote, uh, he did it, for, sorry, he did it for his mum. So each page had a quote on the top of a, 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 one of her grandchildren's lines. So every page, I think it might have been a calendar, so every week she would turn the page and there there will be a line at the top that one of her grandchildren has said when they were four when they were six when they were when whatever age i thought that's a lovely little personalized that's gift for really nice. grandparent you know like you know um to do for your grandparent but yeah i think it's amazing some of the things that t- the terminology they come up with you know it, um where they're piecing it all together and sometimes they do say things that you do have to scratch your head and look at each other and go do you know what you're about? I have no idea. Do you know what I mean? You yeah. And, and that becomes a challenge in and of itself,
0: because of course, if you do come up against something where you really can't make sense of what's being said, of course you don't want to bring light to that. You have yeah. to kind of normalize the fact that, okay, you've said a thing that's great. Um, and then you just, you know, you try to work with that or, or maybe under your breath, just with your partner, figure that out. Because again, yeah, if Arlo especially was, um, uh, he was very, he's always been very verbal. Um, but he had, he, w- when he was born, he was born via forceps, uh, or t- sorry, delivered via forceps and he had, um, facial palsy. So sort of a portion of his face was like, I don't know whether it was numb or just kind of knocked out, but he, he, um, he wasn't great with his speech initially. Um, right. because he just didn't have the, the full movement of his mouth. Yeah. So that kind of had a knock on effect of what he could say. Um, so there, there were lots of kind of, you know, slurred words and things kind of blending to into one another um Mm. so we did a lot of that sort of making sense of what he says but much like a baby's cry you 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 get really wise to what these sounds mean and they do become a bit of a
1: language all by themselves don't they only a parent will know absolutely yeah 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 no that's very true one of fox's best friends um yeah, uh, yeah same thing like his mum would 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 effectively translate sometimes you know i mean not so much now as he's getting older but definitely um no that's very very true uh, interestingly fox now will translate what kit's saying to us so he'll say we'll be like what did kit say and fox like oh dad he just said blah, <laughs> blah. and you'll be like oh really oh okay so uh, no that's true Look, talking about like did you, have you gone through the phase where like no fox did which basically where wait well, still to be honest it still does happen where you have the stammer or the stutter yeah um and so because basically like it got to a certain age i think at three or four with fox where he really started stuttering a lot and stammering a lot and i was and i was saying sylvia's like do we need to see someone about this this is really you know this is quite you know, repeated, and like you can see, you hear it, it's like repeated and he's saying the same things and stutter, stuttering and, and not able to just get his words out. And I was, I started panicking a little bit. And so it was like, John, it's fine. This is what children do. This is just their brain and their mouths are just a little bit disconnected and they're just trying to process. What to say and how to say it, basically. And Fox yeah. still does it now. Like if you see, when children get excited, you know if something happens, you, and you ask them. You know, like they come back and they they've just been, I don't know, uh, uh, they've just gone and seen a, a been to the zoo or whatever. They've been to the safari and they've seen a seen a lion or whatever. And 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 the, and you ask them about it, and they go, I, I, and 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 I went there, and 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 I, and, and, and you know, in mean? they just go like that, and you're like, yeah. you want to and say. St- Come down. Think about what you want to say, and then say it. Because that's basically what's happening. And they just can't. The brain has disconnected. The, the brain's basically going too fast for them, or they're too excited, and the mouth can't keep up. Basically,
0: no, exactly. Um, they're they're fueled by the excitement, and and they just can't match the words yeah. to that excitement. The two things are kind of you know what one's lagging behind, but yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I, all, all I, of I, that, didn't, of course... I didn't realize that. That's that's like, basically pretty much all children go through that. Apparently. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> yeah. i mean other things like simple we did say to ourselves that we'd we'd uh bring a bring a life hack to these uh oh life
1: hack we? oh man uh, well,
0: let's yeah. let's save those for the end of the episode because i've got i'm just just looking at mine now um, <laughs> i need to but, get my list out right okay <laughs> <laughs> But it's, i mean there are lots of little things Especially with communication that you can do, and this is kind of widespread. It's a universal, mm. a universal approach to communication with children. By <laughs> like my father before me podcast. Um, that's our book. That's our first book. <laughs> but l- little things like, of course, getting down to their to their physical level, keeping yep. eye contact, speaking yep. softly. You know, mm. um, <laughs> avoiding bribes as best as you can. And whilst Are you that kidding feels, me?
1: that's the only thing I've got. Yeah, I mean, I've well, spent. <laughs>
0: Well, when I say you know what I mean, when I say bribes, I don't actually mean like here.
1: Here's like five thousand pounds to to go and clean your bedroom or whatever. Are you, it's- wait, 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 wait. Are you saying? Are you telling me that you haven't turn and go like if, turn and say if you can't? Like, I'm trying to think of a scenario. Like the, the, the if- reason I'm bringing it up is be- <laughs> is precisely because I've done that lots. <laughs>
0: every parent and it's one of those things that you know you know (laughs) the the long-lasting impact of that is not a good one because they should not be focused on the The reward reward. yeah yeah. Um, Yeah. it should be focused on just just normalizing the thing and and that could be just you know clean your bedroom and that's another thing is is praise praise has took me has taken me by surprise quite a bit because i Mm -hmm. want the kids to to know that they've done a great thing and that was always my kind of Mm -hmm. uh, my take on that but the more I've, you know, read read a thing, watched a thing online, and you think, yeah, it makes a lot of sense when you don't put focus on the praise. It's about the process of getting to that point, because otherwise mm-hmm. they then just go ahead and do a thing just for the praise. For the praise it yeah. should be about normalizing the thing. Um, yeah. and, and I'm yeah. really, really pleased, actually, because Arlo especially has recently latched onto this learning list thing that we we do before bedtime. So it's like, it's a small list of uh, of things we want to learn about. So anything from like, why is the sky blue? What is gravity? Um, how big is a blue whale? Like all these kind of things that, you know, you got, you'd ask yourself and not know, you wouldn't know, necessarily know the answer to that. Mm. And I, I'm really glad because like, again, we're, we're starting off piece with communication, but it's like, he's really latched onto the learning aspect. It's not about mm-hmm. like, oh, here's the answer. He likes the fact that, oh, I'm learning about this thing tonight. And then that'll go into the next we use Trello. We we've actually got like a, a project management thing. We have a Trello board list. for Arlo. Oh yeah, so you've got word. the learning, sorry, we've got the two to learn, learning and learnt kind oh, of I list.
1: See, see, as a producer, I'm I'm so proud of you right now. That's
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was the only way to do it because you know, we started off doing this thing and um and it was getting flooded with lots of things and we'd started learning about stuff. So it made sense to kind of categorize these That's things amazing. into a column. Um, anyway, digress. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it, it's about al- allowing them to,
1: to, oh, what are we talking about? We've, got, we've gone on to praise now. We've kind of, kind of gone way well. No, 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 well it's, uh, yeah. I mean, no, but there is the thing about the positive reinforcement. That's always a thing. Like yeah. it's better to, rather than to tell a child off for something, it's, it's a focus on the positives, you know, like, I mean, we kind of, we, one thing, are uh, little wins that we've done um is and i i don't know whether i've mentioned it before but basically you know that moment where you're having a conversation and your child goes daddy 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 yeah. daddy daddy daddy, <laughs> daddy daddy pulling your shirt daddy it's like daddy, that, that
0: daddy. episode of family guy was it like, Mummy, yeah. Mama, mama, yeah. mama 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 mama. Mama mama, <laughs> mama 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 and he keeps going what <laughs> nothing <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my gosh Uh, carry on don't don't send me down the uh, rabbit hole that is family guy I can talk about that all night Um, yeah no basically uh, yeah so what we did was um, because obviously you you have to try and teach him to be patient if someone if daddy's talking to someone you wait until you know he's ready anyway so what we said was if you want our attention you have to say excuse me yeah yeah. And then you have our attention. So he'll be like, daddy, 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 we'll keep on talking. Daddy, 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 mummy, mummy, mummy. Excuse me. And then we will stop. And we'll stop and go, Yes, Fox? Yeah. And he'll be like, and then and it worked. And um, but and it works. And so now he knows. So it, it, and it's just this thing where if he wants our attention, if he really wants our attention, he'll say, excuse me, and then we will stop. But that's the thing, we've made a rod for our own back. So even if you are in a really in-depth conversation about something with someone, and it's really important, if Fox says, excuse me, you have, to, you have to stop, you know, and you have to say, yes, Fox, you know, sort of thing. Anyway, the bonus is, though, is that whenever you're out in public and they just hear this four-year-old or five-year-old going, excuse me, when they ask you something, they're looking and going, oh, my word, that's the most polite child I've ever seen. And you're <laughs> like, okay, dad of the year award. You know, no, but uh, but yeah, it's it's one of those, I think it's one of the few wins we've had. But at the same time, it does come with the 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 uh, um, it does have the, the 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 negative is that that we do actually have to stop when he says excuse me. We can't then carry no, on. You no, know, you, you can't. can't. Otherwise, you just you are just unraveling everything that they've tried so hard. to Exactly, learn. exactly. Yeah, and it's a yeah. really good principle. It's the same thing about teaching to say please and thank you. We all do it. You know, if they ask for something, you, you know, you always making sure they say please and. Um, whenever somebody gives anything to them, they say, thank you. And if someone says, thank you, 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 always if they say, thank you, you always say you're welcome and see, so and they, and it's through repetition and they, they learn it and it's learned behavior that they end up in, inheriting. And then they yeah. will, mm. I mean, obviously you're always catch them and you turn around and say, hang on, I did not hear a please in all of that or, or what have you, but, but do you know what I mean? It's those sort of, yeah it's repetition and leading by example, do you know what I mean in that sense? And they will, they will mimic what you're doing. And that's the thing, you know, when you were talking about before about like staying calm, that is the reason why, well, that is one of the key reasons why you stay calm is is the fact that if you go around shouting all the time, your child will go around shouting all the time because that's what they think is normal, you know? Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah there's so much that can be said about learnt behavior that that in again is is an episode all to itself but mm. that was one of my other points on my little list of notes here was um was learnt behavior and negative talk i mean i've got a history of of being a serial serial negative talker to myself so i don't uh-huh. just walk around a space and just like verbally abuse people and just be <laughs> negative about them it's myself you know I, I do that in work in it could be anything from like playing football squash or playing a video game like i would just kick my backside so in in the last six six months to a year especially made a real concerted effort to kind of limit that because if it's in the atmosphere if it's in the room the kids are just hovering over that and they will pick up on it Mm. so and, and i must admit like it's for adults throughout all of this stuff when it comes to parenting we're learning on the daily as well and that's that's been like that's been a habit of mine for years Mm. years and years and years and years and i really do feel for the first time at the ripe old age of 40 now it's like um oh my god i think my children by default are forcing me to tackle something so that they don't pick up on it themselves like passively so they don't absorb Mm -hmm. that stuff yeah
1: yeah. because
0: it's you know that's if i could if, if if there was one thing that I would love for my kids to to not do is just to not be so hard on themselves, to not be their worst enemy, you know, because th- like that's just them holding themselves back. And, and, you know, if you can communicate that, if you, if it has to be done verbally or whether you just change your own behaviors so that they then passively pick up on the fact that you're being kind to yourself.
1: Yeah. No, no, I thought about that. Yeah. I mean, cause I, 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 I get it. Cause I reprimand myself all the time to the point where I've had my brother in stitches, crying with laughter, skiing down the mountain because he skied past me. Hearing myself going, "Come on, John, get your together. Come on, <laughs> like, like, literally, like." And he's like, "What are you doing? You're shouting at your, yourself on the side of a mountain. Like, what are you doing?" You know, anyway, so yeah, I think, um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, N- mm, yeah. I don't know whether I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's a tricky one to stop 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 reprimanding myself. I think, I think one thing I have been aware of is, is, um, how do I put it? And this is, I don't know how close how, how closely linked this is with communication, but passing on things Unconsciously passing on things to your children through your actions, but that's all physical, so that's communication. So things like fear of spiders, for example, or lack or not liking the taste of something—that that's something as parents, you don't you you know you just want your children to eat anything, you know, you, anything that's healthy for them. So even if you don't really like sprouts, you're not going to turn around and go, Ugh, sprouts!" in front of your child. Do you know what I mean? You're going to go. You know, oh, mini cabbages. Oh, I love them. You know, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, I sounded like my mum then, but like, do, do, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? So you like, so not to put your, put, uh, put your own foibles that you would, you would, uh, class as, as a, as a, as a detract or a negative. So you never want to put that on your child. So you can try to curb that and not show that to your child. So I have a fear of wasps. Like I, you know, I have a, uh, um, and so, but since having children, like in the past, if a wasp started buzzing around, I'm having lunch or whatever at a table, eating outside and the wasp starts buzzing around, I will, before having children, I'll be the first to leg it like, you know, seat goes flying back behind me, you know, like the, you know, and I've just jumped up and just legged it. Um, whereas now i won't like because i if i do that then my children will learn that the children will yeah, go oh yeah, that's yeah. how you baby gotta be f- afraid of wasps so very very careful on what how i communicate my own fears and what have you and try to control them so that they don't end up inheriting those or adopting those same fears you, know? you just feel like
0: you're under surveillance all the
1: time <laughs> don't you it's, it's a
0: bit like that because you know we're at the, at the head of this episode, it's communication. But what I find and what I'm finding a lot with these with these sessions when we talk about stuff is like, you, we we really are kind of peeling back the layers of what that actually means. Because it's not yeah. just sitting down and learning words and being able to have a conversation or whatever. It's, yes, that is arguably the the, the greatest part of uh, of the puzzle. But like, it's all the passive stuff. It's the learnt behaviours. The things that are kind of long-lasting. Mm-hmm. And I remember saying to myself be- before becoming a parent, it's like, you know, what... Like, how how am I going to teach this person stuff? How Mm. do you do that? Like, I'm not a teacher, and then you have to try and teach a child who doesn't even know how to, like, you know, clean themselves or breathe or, you know, they're they're learning anything and everything from the ground up, and you are employed (laughs) to be that person's teacher. And communicating, of course, is going to have such a lasting appeal as they move on through all the years. No, and it all it, comes down to what they learn at home. Yeah, it's
1: true. I, I, I'm, I have uh, something that happened to me a couple of days ago, and um, yeah, it, it just—you know—things happen. You just kind of take a step back and you just go, "Whoa, okay, that's interesting." This it, didn't see that one coming. Which is that's um, from Fox. So, as I say, uh, he's five, and his little brother Kit is three. And there's been situations where Fox has been playing with Kit and I will have to, for once a better word, but reprimand Fox to turn around and say, no, he's only three. He doesn't understand. So, you know, if they're sharing a toy and Kit's gone and taken the toy or or demolished something and, and Fox has got really upset and getting angry and I'll say, no, no, no he's only 3 you're older you you understand more you you know better he doesn't he's only 3 anyway so um um we're having dinner and at the moment we're really struggling really struggling to keep the boys sat at the table like they're just constantly getting up and just running off and playing and we're like, can you come back down, please? Can you sit at the table, please? Come on. Mummy's made you dinner. Come on. Can you sit down? Can you, can you just eat the sausage? Can you eat this? Can you, Fox, can you sit back down? Look, you've gone away from the table. Now Kit's gone away from the table. Can you just sit back down, please? You know, you've been there, those sort of conversations. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Kit was acting up and he started, sta- I can't remember what he was doing, but he was messing about and then actually being, being a bit dangerous. Like I think he was trying to leap from the chair to the sofa or something like that. And it it, it wasn't it wasn't safe whatever he was doing. And uh, and I was saying, Can you sit down please, kit? Can you sit down? Can you stop? Sit down. And then he did something that was dangerous, like, right, can you sit down? You know, like that had gone to that mode. And Fox turned around and said, Daddy, he's only three. <laughs> and I was like, Yes, but he knows better. No, but Daddy, he's only three. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know, but but he should be sat down <laughs> the table. But Daddy, he's only three. And I was just like, oh no. If, I'm as if my- once wasn't enough
0: to like <laughs> school you. That, you know, he's then hitting the point at home. He's like, Daddy, I don't think you're listening. Yes! Only three.
1: <laughs> I can't. And I was like, oh my word. My five year old knows how to be a parent better than I do already. Like that's shocking. But yeah, I mean, and that's it. And and but he's obviously that's learned behaviour from me. It's what he's absorbed from me when he's, you know, when I've explained to Fox that he's only three because of, you know, when he's not doing the things that Fox wants him to do, he's gone, he's taken that on board and gone, yeah, okay, that makes sense. And then when he sees me doing the same thing, he's like, yeah, no dad, he's only three. Like, and I'm like, No, nah. oh, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? What do you do when your child tells you and you're like, oh man, you're right. You know, you've, you've pulled me up on something here. So yeah, yeah I mean, that, I those,
0: those those moments happen way more often than you think, um, and and they're good moments because again, we as parents, we need we need that slap sometimes because we're just we're in it daily, doing our level best to be the best we can, and we're tired <laughs> and all the things, and you still have to turn up to be your best. But when you've got the way I look at it, and Arlo again, I'll always use Arlo as an example because he's older and he he, he seems to be more more akin to this kind of behavior, but like he's much the same, you know, he'll always deliver something like that. And whenever it happens, it's typically because I've lost sight of, of all of my training. You know, you, you've mm-hmm. lost sight of the, of the, of the manual um, yeah. at that point. And they bring a manual. There's a manual. I've been writing one. I'm writing the parent manual. Yeah. Um, don't read it. It's awful. It's <laughs> tailored only to me. <laughs> but um but it's true when they do these things or they say these things they just bring you back home and you know instantly <laughs> that okay i've gone too far or i wasn't listening or i didn't take a breath i didn't listen to my own um you know i didn't listen to the the teachings that i'm trying to sort of pass on all this kind of stuff yeah um but it's <laughs> it's hard and you know how do you do any of this stuff you know how do you do any of it yeah i know by making mistakes and learning and trying exactly to you learn time, you know. <laughs> make mistakes you make more mistakes and eventually you learn again but I, listen let's let's um let's talk about our little life hacky stuff
1: Our oh, dad so hacks. This, dad hacks yeah <produced cigarette plup> so
0: insert i life
1: hacks life
0: <laughs> um oh god i'm gonna sample that now that's <gasps> that's now the thing isn't it um but this is like we don't want to make don't want to make the pod too much of a, a commercial enterprise where we have like segments and idents and making it sound like a radio show. But dad hacks and and the, the greater term life hack is something mm. I've been aware uh, been aware of for a little while. I'm sure you have as well, John. Yeah, and I love them. I've even got yeah. an Instagram saved. Collection or list where I just I find a reel or something and I just save it to that list. Okay, okay, right, right, it's amazing. Really,
1: right, really quick segue. What's your favorite life hack? Not dad hack. What's your favorite life oh, hack? F- oh, that's I'll, I'll, I'll give you time. I'll give you time. My favorite is when you've got a screw that's been rounded off and there's no sort of there's no grooves in there for your yeah, yeah. screwdriver going. Put a rubber band on it, like rubber band, and then put your screwdriver on it, and you'll be able to undo the screw that has no, no, it's been flattened. You'll be able to take it off. With the I rubber, that. the rubber band, the rubber, and then put, and it grips on. Honestly, the first time I did that, I was like, "Oh my god, that's amazing!" That life, that, that, that life cool. hack
0: is only made better if the elastic band survives the ordeal. <laughs> yeah, I imagine yeah, yeah, it really yeah. doesn't.
1: <laughs> 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 so yeah, so uh, I don't know whether you got a. a no, favorite I, I've life got hack. one. I mean, a,
0: a life hack. I mean, I wouldn't say this is my favourite, but it's, it's the only one I can think of on the spot. Is we've got like a a pulley, this, a pulley error in the utility room, like a pulley system thing, okay. and um. You know, you've got the grooves, you've got the slats going going along. Um Never did I think to hang stuff with pegs the other way. So you've got what the slats going the long ways, so, but you hang it horizontally. So let's say that the, the long way is, you know, is sort of uh, vertically. Let's just call it that. But right. you hang it horizontally. You get way more on the error. Way more than just using the space within the slats. Do you know what I mean? What? So, like... Okay. Okay. So this, this. <laughs> ah. So you've got you've got a pulley error, right? Or, or or any? Well, no, no, it's not, not any error, but like a pulley error.
1: What's and, a pulley error?
0: Well, you know, like a a pulley system where you've got like a wind up. You you pull it, <laughs> and it's it's up on the ceiling. Oh, uh,
1: okay. This is the for, biggest drawing we've ever done. Yeah. 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 Okay. Right. okay.
0: <laughs> so. So you've got the you know each slat. We've only got a small one. It's got like five things. So you okay. you then drape clothes or towels yes. or whatever yeah. over with within the slats right. Sort yes. of going long ways. But if you get have some pegs and you peg the stuff to the error, but you go the opposite way to the slats, you get loads more on the on the error as opposed it. to what you can fit in there.
1: Stop it.
0: So I mean that may or may not be a life hack, but I've I've started doing it. And whilst you know, we would always prefer to have things drying outside because it's, it's better and it's quicker. You know, we live in the UK; the weather's not always that great, so you have to dry inside at some point. Yeah, get loads more on it, loads oh,
1: more. That we need a photograph on the on the All right, well, Instagram we we'll start posting <laughs> stuff on the on our Twitter Twitter yeah, accounts yeah, yeah. to all our millions right. of listeners. But anyway, listen,
0: the dad, right, hacks, right. dad, dad
1: hacks, hacks, dad hacks, dad hacks. Right? Okay, yeah, dad hacks. <laughs> you go first or shall i uh, no you go first because i need to think about one other. i don't know whether this is still <laughs> um, relevant right, well, I, 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 this one's an obvious one but it kind of feels in tune with it's not i feel like i want to do a funny dad hug but i'm going to do a serious one because it's it's it's, it's um, tied in with communication and that's to count yeah to count or oh, counting so whenever you want a child to do something um, go to the bath, go up for a bath or or come to the table for dinner. Count. So if when they kind of when you get in the resistance, they go, Okay, I want you at the table in five, mm-hmm. four, three and they're like ooh, 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 and they're literally running to the table and you're very, very ever ready to get to one sort of thing, you know? Um um and it works it works so well that I do it on my dog now like to get to <laughs> drop things like literally and by the time we get to one she's dropped it so yeah it's a really good technique and it's also a really good technique also for when you're feeling the red mist set in and like do you yes. know what i mean you're, and you're about to explode and go why you you just go yeah five four and it gives you that moment to calm yourself down as well yeah um, you use it on the other yeah.
0: side of the coin for sure yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so
1: yeah counting that's my dad hack
0: um, that's a really good one. Um, and yeah, I do that all the time. Eva tends to respond to that really well because she's mm-hmm. so defiant way more than Arlo, but you, you slap in a five second count and she's like, oh, 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 he's got, he's made it to two. Oh, I should probably <laughs> do the thing then. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but no, the, the, the dad hack for me is the train, the train, oh, the train. train. So this, this might be specific to one thing. I don't know. But um, again, much like kind of a, a bit bit of a countdown, really, instead of doing that, or rather if the countdown doesn't work or maybe use them together, I don't know, um, getting the kids to go upstairs for bath time, bedtime, if they're not listening and, you know, it's the end of the day, they've had a busy day, they're tired, their ears are starting to switch off, totally get that. Yeah. I do the train and I'll just say, they might be talking and maybe they're starting to negotiate a deal as kids often do. They're like, no, I just got to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. Yeah. At that point, I just literally go, <laughs> so instead of instead of like you know doing the countdown i will literally just cut them off which maybe in itself is probably not a good thing to cut them off you shouldn't do that but it's to get their attention and it's to say the train is leaving right so i then go to the bottom of the stairs and i'll crouch down not the minute because my back's in pieces but like i'll crouch <laughs> down and i'll say get, jump you know hop aboard the train so I will then, Arlo will jump on my back. I will then carry Efa and I carry them upstairs. So it's the train going upstairs. So the oh, nice. bath time works 100% of the time. They do not want to miss the train. <laughs> and if Arlo's still doing a thing, he's like, like frantically trying to finish up and then Efa's already on the train. M- maybe, again, maybe this goes against everything we've just talked about. and I'm, I'm actually instilling a sense of panic into my children. I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to do that. But like, it's it is... For the most part, you know, nine times out of ten, it's a very fun thing to do. It's not a panicky sort of thing. It's really fun. They find it funny. And it's, you know, it it hopefully in my mind begins the sort of the fun process of bath time and then chilling it down. Because the one thing I always want the kids to to feel a sense of before they go to bed is laughter. I'm not mm-hmm. the best at this. I must admit, I'm not the best at this. But I want them to go to bed having laughed. It's not a stressy thing. It's like just little giggles, not winding them up, but like giggles, laughing, joking, and then they go to sleep. Go to I would sleep love happy. for every day
1: to end yeah, and begin yeah, that way. Yeah, go to um, sleep happy. Yeah, I, t- I understand where you're coming from on that. I, I feel, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally am with you on that. That, it, to be fair, for the first episode to have dad hacks in... I think that's that's a great dad hack. You you may have peaked a bit too soon on that one. I don't know how you're going to pull that one next. Oh yeah, week. it's all
0: downhill now. <laughs> but, but it's it's funny. We should anytime time any opportunity a dad hack comes up and we've never never done that before, we have to give it a try. That's the rule to dad hacks in this podcast okay. is that we have to try it if you've never done it before.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. Well, I'm going to do train. the choo choo train. I'm going to do choo choo. That's cool. I'm, I'm, uh, to be fair, yeah. I mean, like, how do I put it? It's those sort of things that you stick with a child. And when they're old and they look back on their childhood, it's those sort of experiences they have with their parents, you know, those, they're really special moments. Like, you know, and that's, Mm. and what you've done is you've taken a situation that is potentially going downhill, like kids aren't doing what you want to do, what want them to do, and you've made something really positive out of it. You made something that's, you've totally turned it around and potentially made, done something that creates memories that they'll keep with them and without sounding too deep and what have you but genuinely i believe that you know that like the way the way you've turned that around and that's why i think that is a great dad hack because at the end of the day you are literally literally doing things that your children will remember for years you know you know and yeah you're saying talk about them going to bed smiling but they'll think they'll, they'll be memories that they they dip into you know later in life as well do you know what i mean so uh, my hat goes off to you sir that is a great dad hack yeah (laughs) i mean you know you're saying that
0: like it's all intentional it's it's not like any of these things it's always a result of feeling as though you're losing a (laughs) losing the battle so Mm -hmm. you try anything you Mm -hmm. try anything to to you know to get the kids to You know, not, not fall in line. You know what I mean? It's to to get them to move on to the next thing, the next sequence of the day. Well,
1: that's actually, that's, um, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to save it as a dad hack. So there is a dad hack to do that. But basically, um, yeah, no, you're right. It's that you mentioned it before. It's a constant negotiation. Life is a constant negotiation with your children. Um, and then you're right. You shouldn't resort to bribery. Sometimes, but sometimes you just have to, um, you know, usually ice cream or chocolate is involved with that bribery, you know, like (laughs) do this for me and I'll get you an ice cream. Just, just, can you just do it for me? Um, but, um, no, it is, it's like you're basically turning, it's, you're constantly managing situations. So you know where you want to get to, you know what the end goal is. But it's how you man- and, but, and the children aren't concerned about the end goal. What they're concerned about is what the now. Um, no. uh, um, Tom, um, our boss, um, he turned around and said, he said, it's children's job to maximize the fun out of the potential of fun out of everything. Like whatever they do, whatever they do, a child's job is to maximize the, the fun, get the most fun out of, the, out of any situation. He said it far more eloquently than I've just done, but uh, you kind of get the point. And then as a parent, it's our job to try and be as efficient as possible to make sure everything gets done, you know, so that it just, the day can progress. Do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) you know, whilst feeding the kids breakfast, you're unloading the dishwasher and, you know what I mean? Like, like that sort of thing. Um, So anyway, I don't know where, how I've gone to that tangent, but the, the point being is, is that that, dad hackers we go back to is is that yes you're right it's come from potentially desperation like i just want you to have a bath and get to bed in time so you can go to sleep and so i can go to sleep you know or whatever but you found a solution that that is fun for them is that's actually a positive you know um, and it's not just daddy getting grumpy again you know or what have you so yeah if there's a way of doing things where your children are having fun. Your children are happy, and you're getting to you're getting to the destination. Um, then, yeah, that, that's that's a great dad hack.
0: Thanks so much for listening. We honestly do value your time. Your parents, or perhaps about to become parents, so that time is valuable. Thank you so much. If you fancy it, and I've been enjoying our episodes we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family. All is welcomed and we'll see you soon. Full fat milk and then it had, what did it have? A, a bag of potatoes. It had all the heavy stuff, a bag of Are carrots. Are we keeping
1: this in the podcast? <laughs> 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 Look, Right now we've got so people like hitting stop. I've I've heard enough.